Welcome to episode 585 of the 1010 Thrive Podcast, brought to you by 1010 Thrive Ministries. I'm Peter Anderson. 1010 Thrive, 10 minutes a day based on 10 guidelines for abundant living. A poem by Runet Nia-Eb asks this question, Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Why did you make me someone the world wants to hold back? Black is the color of dirty clothes, the color of grimy hands and feet. Black is the color of darkness, the color of tire-beaten streets. Why did you give me thick lips, a broad nose, and kinky hair? Why did you make me someone who receives the hatred stare? Are black people cursed? This might seem like a preposterous question, and indeed it is. The obvious answer, of course not. People of African descent who are so-called black are created in the image and likeness of God just as much as every other group of people. The idea that black people are cursed by God and divinely meant to be subservient to other races is often called the curse of Ham, based on an incident recorded in Genesis chapter 9. Other allegations go further back to Genesis 4, saying that the mark of Cain, which accompanied a curse upon Cain, was that Cain's skin was turned black. The problem is, neither of these passages says anything at all about race or skin color. Those who say that black people are cursed by God have no biblical basis for their claims. Sadly, however, Verses in Genesis have been twisted to support subjugation, exploitation, segregation, and oppression. More on that later. In Genesis 9, Ham sees his father lying drunk and naked in his tent. Ham tells his brothers of their father's condition, and the brothers avert their eyes and respectfully cover their father. When Noah regains consciousness, he discovers what has happened and levels a curse on Canaan, one of Ham's sons. Genesis 9 verse 25. Cursed be Canaan, the lowest of slaves, will he be to his brothers. Why did Noah curse Canaan when it was Ham who saw him naked? Why was Noah so angry that Ham saw him naked? The Bible does not provide answers to these questions, and we will not speculate here. The descendants of Ham, according to the Bible, included the Assyrians, Canaanites, Egyptians, and Ethiopians. Those who adhere to the theory that black or dark-skinned people are cursed have pointed to the fact that Ham's descendants include Africans. They also say Ham's name, which means hot in Hebrew, is evidence that the dark-skinned people of the world, who mostly come from warmer climates, are all Ham's children and therefore part of the curse of Ham. Early Christian theologians sometimes use this reasoning in an attempt to explain why some people were routinely enslaved. Invoking the curse of Ham was a tactic developed during the rise of the Atlantic slave trade in an effort to justify forced racial-based slavery. Talk of the curse of Ham was especially prevalent in the United States in the lead-up to the Civil War. Both before and after that era, however, Christian scholars noted that the practice of race-based slavery was explicitly unbiblical. 
racism, man-stealing, and abusive servitude are all forbidden in the Bible. The first point of rebuttal against the idea that Genesis 9 teaches that black people are under a curse has already been mentioned. Nowhere is race or skin color mentioned in that chapter. Second, Noah's curse is specifically levied against Canaan, not Ham. So in literal terms, there is no such thing as a curse of Ham in the Bible. Canaan, not Ham, was predicted to become a slave to his brothers. Many of Ham's descendants were never slaves. For example, the Egyptians, children of Ham, spent most of their history in a position superior to that of Israel, children of Shem. Third, the Hebrew terms used in Genesis 9 verses 25 to 27 are often found in context suggesting inferiority but not forced labor per se. The same word translated slave in Genesis 9 verse 25 is used of Esau in relation to Jacob his brother, of Joab in relation to King David, and of Abraham in relation to the Lord. In none of these cases does the word carry an implication that literal slaves were involved. The fulfillment of Noah's curse on Canaan occurred centuries later when the Israelites from the line of Shem entered the land of Canaan and subdued the inhabitants of that land. To rebut the theory that Genesis 4 teaches that black or dark-skinned people are cursed or deserving of discrimination, we note the wording of God's rebuke of Cain in Genesis 4 verse 11. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground. Verse 15, and the Lord put a mark on Cain. The Hebrew word translated mark in this verse is never used to refer to skin color anywhere in the Bible. The curse on Cain was on Cain himself. Nothing is said of Cain's curse continuing to his descendants. Besides, the mark of Cain was meant to protect him and should be considered a mitigation of the curse, not the curse itself. There is absolutely no biblical basis for the idea that Cain's descendants had dark skin. Further, unless one of Noah's sons' wives was a descendant of Cain, possible but unlikely, Cain's line ended with the flood. In short, the claim that dark-skinned or black people are cursed by God comes from a worldly anti-biblical attempt to justify racism. There is no such thing as a curse of Ham and there is no justification for race-based slavery. What sets the races against each other is the sinful nature of human beings. But sinful human beings, including those who are racist, can be redeemed by the love, grace, and mercy of God. In Ebb's poem, God answers, Why did I make you black? Why did I make you black? Get off your knees and look around. Tell me what do you see. I didn't make you in the image of darkness. I made you in the likeness of me. I made you the color of coal, from which beautiful diamonds are formed. I made you the color of oil, the black gold that keeps people warm. I made you from the rich, dark earth that can grow the food you need. Your color is the same as the panthers, known for her beauty and speed. Your color is the same as the black stallion. A majestic animal is he. I didn't make you in the image of darkness. I made you in the likeness of me. All the colors of a heavenly rainbow can be found throughout every nation. And when all those colors were blended well, you became my greatest creation. 
Your hair is the texture of lamb's wool. Such a humble little creature is he. I am the shepherd who watches them. I am the one who will watch over thee. You are the color of midnight sky. I put the stars glitter in your eyes. There's a smile hidden behind your pain. That's the reason your cheeks are high. You are the color of dark clouds formed when I send my strongest weather. I made your lips full so when you kiss the one you love, they will remember. Your stature is strong, your bone structure thick to withstand the burdens of time. The reflections you see in the mirror, the image looking back at you is mine. Father, fill our hearts with love for you, a love that overflows in love for others, including those who may be different from ourselves. Help us to see the beauty in difference, rather than using those differences to judge, to exclude, to discriminate against, or to harm. That's our episode. Remember that God calls you not only to live, but to thrive. Live life to the full today.